0: repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
1: It's Saturday, May 13th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adrian Blessed here again with Adam B. Levine for your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at the inherently risky nature of today's financial system and why the U.S. government has blocked safer alternatives. And just a reminder Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. For today's featured story, we have an opinion piece from Coindesk's George Kalutis. Our piece today is entitled Fractional Reserve Banking is a Fraud, but it's Genius. The recent buyout of First Republic, the second-largest bank failure in the U.S. ever, has raised serious questions about solvency and liquidity across the global banking system. Banks are supposed to be stodgy operations. Customers deposit money into a bank account for safekeeping and withdraw it whenever they want to use it, and by and large that system works. But banks need to make money, and most banks in the U.S. are basically free or low-fee accounts. So how do banks make money? Essentially, by lending our customer deposits to risky businesses to make yield, of course. In reality, banks run like this. Short-term, safe customer deposits come in the door. The bank uses those short-term customer deposits to invest in long-term risky assets in exchange for future financial returns. And then the banks pray like hell that all the customers don't want their deposits at the same time, since short-term deposits are in fact tied up in long-term assets. This is fractional reserve banking, at least in basic terms, where only a fraction of customer deposits need to be held in the bank's reserves. And it's a widely known fraud. And while this fraud is indeed a fraud, It has, in a way, been beneficial to society, even though we would be more well-served to have a way to opt out of the fraud. A blog post by Steve Randy Waldman's Interfluidity on the topic of complexity in finance put it best, quote, financial systems help us overcome a collective action problem. In a world of investment projects whose costs and risks are perfectly transparent, most individuals would be frightened. A banking system is a superposition of fraud and genius that interposes itself between investors and entrepreneurs, end quote. But what does that mean? Basically, the thinking here goes that if banks weren't able to invest short-term, low-risk customer deposits into long-term, high-risk assets, then the availability of investment capital for most of the crazy, world-changing ideas that entrepreneurs come up with would never have been funded. In other words, by this thinking, banks help us spread the risk of financial capital allocation. In the absence of banks participating in this genius, we could instead have a financial system where the only financial capital that invests in long-term risky assets is the capital that commits to investing in long-term risky investments. You can think about this as narrow banking. And therein lies the fraud. The fraud is that almost no one who deposits money into bank accounts knows that they're opting into this particular solution for the collective action problem of financial capital allocation. Here's the thing, though. This genius has been kind of good for society. We've been tricked into making, at least sometimes, productive investments. Unproductive investments too, sure, but you'd be hard-pressed to argue that we would have made more productive investments without the genius of fractional reserve banking. But when fractional reserve banking is backed by the U.S. government, when no alternatives are available or even legally allowed, like the custodia bank or the narrow bank, that is a problem. People should have the option to deposit with these narrow banks that don't participate in a fractional reserve banking system because, as we've seen recently, when fractional reserve banking goes wrong, the fallout is catastrophic and contagious. The good thing is that banks do appear to be moving towards a more narrow model. Sure, it might get more expensive for companies to get capital since there will be less capital available if the fractional reserve banking system becomes less popular, but that's fine. The people who invest in high-risk, potentially high-reward investments and assets should be the people who outright declare, I want to invest in high-risk, potentially high-reward investments and assets. Otherwise, it's fraud. So, the modern financial system is built on fraud and genius.